Oh, I absolutely choked on some food while I was like eating lunch today and had a coughing fit in my boss's office. And she was just glaring at me the whole time. I was like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you saw me choke. (laughs) I don't know. We probably just start talking because like eventually we'll figure out Mm -hmm. some way that things start. But, you know, sometimes great podcasts just start in the middle. And so this one did that. I can't wait. This one did start in the middle. I know we have like five, five fans probably that'll listen to this and just, just that's more than the average podcast. (laughs) So we're already ahead. (laughs) So yeah, thanks for tuning Um, in to, to the first ever episode of, of quiche Anon, um, mm -hmm. a podcast about conspiracy theories and cooking and whatever the fuck else. Um, Anything, anything we decide that week. Yeah. So, um, hi, my name is Matt. Um, I'm one of your hosts or person talking into a mic person and stuff. And, and I'm Kelly. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can find what passes for show notes for this episode at Keishanon.com. I, I don't know that there'll be anything in show notes other than some deep fake gifts of me and Kelly. But, you know. Maybe I, but I understand what Kelly did like a shitload of research, you know, so I suppose we'll have lots of supporting documentation for, you know, I, I did do a lot of research and I got into some crazy conspiracy corners of the internet that frightened me to the very core of my soul. Um, including one man who centers very heavily in our conspiracy theory this week, who frightened me. Um, so yeah, we can put my, my sources up there of all the people research i use yeah that's right because you know usually you don't have to actually cite your sources in a conspiracy theory but you know no but we, we're going to do that because we're bucking trends and stuff or debunking bucking i don't know deep debunking <laughs> debunking trends yeah yeah sounds good yeah so this this episode is called denver airport omelet and we're going to be talking about <laughs> some of the stuff that people seem to think about Denver International Airport and I've flown in and out of Denver a lot. I've only been to Denver a few times, but I used to connect through Denver all the time. Uh and I could tell you okay. what, you know, like in the United Terminal what food was open after 8 p.m. because I'd be connecting flying back from <laughs> Seattle. Uh, news flash is not a lot. But I don't think there's anything to do with the Illuminati with the fact that there was like one sandwich place open after eight o'clock. But we'll find out. I don't want to make any assumptions. Um, but yeah, so maybe like to before we go into like the deep stuff, like what are some of the things that people think is like fucked up about the Denver airport and why the Denver airport? Right. Like what's up with that? OK, so I actually the reason there's tons of conspiracies about the Denver airport is because it cost three billion. It was three billion dollars over budget and it was two years behind. and so. From the get-go, there was conspiracy theories surrounding why it was so much money over budget and why it was so far delayed in construction. So it was supposed to open in 1994. It did not officially get opened until February of 1995. And one of the reasons the construction was delayed is because they the original like frame of the airport, they didn't like it, and they said it was shoddy construction. 
But instead of just tearing it down like you would normally shoddy instruction, okay. they buried it underground and just built the airport over it. I mean, that's legit. Like you just bury your mistakes. Just like, you know, sort of like, uh, you know, when you spill something and you, you know, you don't want your parents to see and you're like, I'll just put a cushion over that. Right. You know? Yeah. Yes. Or like when I spilled nail polish remover all over my parents table in junior high and had to, I tried to cover it up for a while, but it didn't work. (laughs) But that's what they did. And so people immediately started theorizing why they needed to push this construction underground. And they said that there's all these there's a lot of rumors that we'll get to about what happens under the Denver International Airport. <laughs> um, and also, I guess, the the Illuminati, or maybe it was the Freemasons, they donated a lot of money to the construction. So then, of course, so we're $3 billion over budget. We're a year and a half behind opening, and the Freemasons are throwing throwing millions at us. I think it would have so to be the Freemasons. Because the Illuminati, like by definition, are not an organization that has like a bank account to give people money, right? You know, like there's no, not tax the records of donations Sorry. from the Illuminati. So I guess it's the Masons, right? Yeah. But I, I wish there were. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So it's it's the Freemasons gave a bunch of money to it, and it's so they also the Freemasons also did a dedication, and I'll get more into this. But there's a time capsule that the Freemasons put in the airport. Um, that's to be open in 2094. So and it didn't seem to have anything just a few short months away. <laughs> but it it didn't seem to have anything sketchy put in it. There's a list of what was put in it, but it's the Freemason. So people, of course, are like, that's not what was really in there. But there's a big public ceremony. I don't know. I don't know how much into the Freemasons we can get today because I didn't do a ton of research about them, even though I'm very fascinated by that whole thing. We'll have another episode about the Masons. I feel like they're going to come up a lot on this show. They're going to come up in every conspiracy and we're just going to be confused. Um, but yeah, so the Denver airport, very over budget. They buried this stuff underground and there's tons of artwork in the Denver airport. I don't know if you noticed that when you were in the Denver airport, but there's a ton of huge murals everywhere. Um, there's even artwork etched into the ground and people just think that's very, very weird. Because <laughs> um, of like what the murals are like, cause isn't there like symbol, like, like they're like, you look at this and there's like little draw- parts of the mural that are sketchy or something. I thought that's what people say. Yes. So they say that there are, there's Illuminati and Freemason symbols in the artwork. Some people say there's Nazi imagery in some of the murals. Um, And another thing about the artwork, especially the stuff on the floor, there's all these symbols that people think are very bizarre. Um, But the artwork theories are probably the easiest to be debunked because the artists have debunked them. And all the crazy symbols that people think are a conspiracy are actually Navajo symbols. Okay. And so it's Denver, it's in Colorado you know, we're in indigenous land. And so they kind of did a nod to that, I guess, and put Navajo words and Navajo symbols all over. And most of them are just like things about the Rocky mountains. Um, one of the big things there's DZIT, DIT is written all over the airport. And people thought this was like some Freemason conspiracy stuff, but it's actually Navajo for white mountain. So it's just, it's just the Rockies. <laughs> Um, and the Denver airport, 
the Denver International Airport CEO right now is very into conspiracy theories. So she has kind of riled people up again. She likes to play into them. Um, she's done like screenings of alien movies at the airport. <laughs> He's <laughs> leaning into it, right? You know, I mean, if it's what you're she, known for. Yes, she heavily leans into it, but it seems that her employees do not like this because there's a whole Reddit thread I stumbled into, which was very terrifying. But um, people write letters to this airport all the time. And the director of public affairs finally said, if you have questions, call the people that built it or call the artists. Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> and I don't know. His CEO is like, no, no, no. We're Area 52. <laughs> Come right, yeah, close yeah. Encounters for the third time here. Isn't so, it great when your boss like does things to make your job harder for you? Right. You're like, just leave I, me that. I yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see yeah. this this mask thing? This is like a, a recent theory. So there was like mm-hmm. stuff going around social media that there's artwork at the Denver airport of this mural painted in 1994 of children around the world wearing masks, like COVID masks. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's something. And, mm-hmm. and it's super not true. Like the picture, like they, there's, you can see there's a post in February of this year of the guy who painted it standing next to this, this painting in his house. So it just go, you know, but so there's, there, you know, it's timely. It's continuing to happen. Right. Well, it is timely and it was timely eight years ago as well, because when the Mayan apocalypse was maybe happening, everyone said that was the same thing they're talking about. The children in the masks and saying is alluding the pandemic. They said was alluding to the Mayans end of the world. Um, But there's just in general, a lot of people have apocalyptic theories about this artwork. They say represents the end of the world. Um, I'm not really sure. The artist's name was, Leo someone I wrote it down hold on I don't know the artist's name was Leo something and Leo Tangioma I don't know how to pronounce that so I apologize to this artist but he's responsible for all the murals around the airport he has never commented um Mm. but a few things about this artwork there's a law in Colorado that if you're doing any city works or public works construction such as the Denver International Airport, 1% of the budget has to go to artwork. So we had a $5 billion airport and 1% of that had to go to artwork. So the ton of money they had to spend on art. So I think at some point they were just like, put Navajo symbols anywhere. We will pay you this amount of money. And then they paid this guy a ton of money to do these murals. And the conspiracy surrounding that is kind of debunked because it turns out they paid him this huge fee to do these murals and he donated it back. And his wife was like an ambassador to Australia for a while. I don't know. It was weird. I, there was nothing really more down that rabbit hole, but basically they paid this guy to create his murals and then he donated most of the money back to them. So isn't like the whole like argument of this too, right? Is that it's a cover up, right? That there's supposedly this, because mm-hmm. you know, people are like, there was already a perfectly fine airport right there. Like, why do you have to build a new airport unless you're covering yeah. something up, you know? Right. And right. And the Denver International Airport specific thing to that is before they built the new airport, they had a ton of accidents with planes there on takeoff and landing because their runways were too short. And now they are home to the longest public use runway in the United States. 
Um, but the conspiracy all leads to this underground layer tunnels, these underground bunkers. Basically, all the conspiracies point back to those. So the artwork conspiracy about the apocalypse and Nazi symbols and just all this other, the Illuminati, it all leads down to people thinking that those groups are headquartered underneath the airport. Um, one more thing about the artwork, though, is there's this blue horse statue outside the Denver airport. Have you are you familiar? So his name is Blucifer, and he's a 32-foot fiberglass horse sculpture by Louis Jimenez. <laughs> and somebody says that that's there because it's a station for the apocalypse for the elite to go. Oh, and so they, they have to go to, to the go. place with... It's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and they know to run to him during the apocalypse so they can get in their elite people bunker. Because if you're part of the elite shadow government or whatever, you don't have things the like GPS people. or know where the airport is. You're going to mm-hmm. drive around mm-hmm. looking for a big blue horse and be like, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yes. So according <laughs> to these conspiracy theorists, when the apocalypse starts to happen, the elite lizard people, um, such as Queen Elizabeth and other members of the government, they will just get a vague note telling them to go to the nearest horsey statue and they will know what to do from there. <laughs> So really, if you I want did, to yeah. like overthrow the shadow government, just build a bunch of fake horse shadow horse statues and you'll confuse <laughs> mm-hmm. them. And then when the apocalypse comes, you know, the shadow leaders will go to the wrong places and die with the rest of us. So I think that's the plan. <laughs> did you see the Obama connection thing? Like, oh, I did. Oh, not. my God. So so. um <clears throat> there was this thing like a few years ago, well, more than a few years ago, because it was during his, uh, the Obama presidency, but you know, there was like this neat comet. Remember there was like a comet was going to hit the earth and it was a near miss. Yes. And so the theorists are like, Oh, but Obama was in Denver when that happened. And all of a sudden he went to Denver. So clearly he went there so he could hide out in the bunker underneath the airport, you know, and it's gotta be <laughs> like a super advanced one. Cause why would the president go to like some shitty bunker? Right? <laughs> yeah. I love that theory more than anything that the president sometimes have to fly to an airport bunker in one of the States to stop just an asteroid, anything. <laughs> I did not come across that one, and now I'm a little sad. Well, and I'll I'll put the link in the show notes from this guy. And then also, after he posted that, he says, I just got a weird phone call on the caller ID that says government affairs, and they hang up after I answered, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So there is the man I was talking about at the beginning. His his name is um, Greg Erickson. And for about 10 years, he was thought to be the expert on the Denver airport Illuminati bunker. <laughs> and he wrote repeated letters to the government and to like federal and state government in Colorado and to the Denver International Airport because he purported to have a photo of a military general eating a white dove in one of the underground bunkers. <laughs> Has one now? I'm curious. Like, was he biting it like Aussie style, or like was it like a you know kind of like a uh, what do you what do you call um like a Cornish hen? You know, he was sitting there, and maybe it was mm-hmm. you know, done up nice and Bernays or something. I don't know. I, I pictured it Aussie style. I yeah. pictured a general, a military general, just crushing a white dove in his hand and just biting its head off for the Illuminati. 
Although, I mean, like, given that, you know, like the other theme of the podcast, like, how would you prepare a white dove? Like, you know, there's that's something. So listeners like the cooking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have good recipes for for doves, you know, like you can tweet us. We're at Keishan on on Twitter. So let us know, like your favorite recipe for peace doves. I think I would spatchcock it. Yeah. Just because that's fun to say. Exactly. Have you ever had a Denver omelet at the Denver airport? That was I, I was haven't. And mm-hmm. I really don't eat a lot of that. De- like, I, I feel like there's something about Denver omelets that don't make me happy, you know, and there's not tomatoes right. in them, right? What's in them? In a I, I Denver omelet is, oh, it's, oh, it's I like, think it's like it's ham, right? Ham and cheese, cheddar mm-hmm. and onion and green pepper. That's what it's the green pepper. So that I, I don't like, yeah. I don't like ham, so I'm already okay. out of this omelet. So yeah, not, then not I'm just there. I'm ordering a veggie omelet, and that's it's a Colorado Springs omelet at that point. Okay, probably, <laughs> which is one of the places the tunnels underground are led to are rumored to lead to. <laughs> well, you know, natural. Well, because there's an Air Force base in Colorado Springs, right? Yeah, yes. So, so the that's one of the other theories with the underground bunkers is that the they lead their they're a place for hyper transportation to the Colorado Springs military base. And the there's another military base, um, Mount Cheyenne. Um, others think they're sleepaway camp for lizard people, <laughs> a popular one. Um, but it is kind of weird because there are six underground levels. Okay. But do we know what they are? Like, <laughs> Kind of. So the airports only ever said that they're used for speedy transportation between different parts of the airport. But that doesn't make any sense because you can easily do that above ground and you don't need six underground layers for that. Well, it's a, is it like Disney World a little bit, right? Because maybe they're trying to preserve the illusion and they, you know, so so you don't see a <laughs> cowboy... Like maybe they're inspired by Disney. I mean, that's, I think there's going to be, you know, but then that would also support the Illuminati theory because then it's like, there's a Disney Mm -hmm. connection. So there's layers here. There's a lot to unravel. I'm, I'm laughing really hard picturing the Denver airport employees having to call each other castmates. Yes. <laughs> and apparently dressing like cowboys or spacemen and only yes. in certain terminals. Cause that was that whole point of the, the, whatever they call those things at Disney world. The, there's a, there's like some weird Disney like for a, what are basically hallways. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Disney's a whole other thing. That's not even a conspiracy theory weird like disney just did have some weird stuff but i okay so the tunnels though there are some shady things about the tunnels because like you asked we don't really know what they're for and the answers are always just they're used for transportation but i it's a lot of underground tunnels and i mean how much transportation is you know i mean other airports get by without it right you know they've got those uh (laughs) those things are always honking behind you like you know when you're trying to like you know taking up so why that's good enough for everybody else what's up denver the only thing i can maybe think of is they don't like to you know how like the carts drive around outside the airport with your bags and stuff like that 
maybe they don't like to be outside because they're they just don't like the elements. Well, and I could also see a little bit because so Denver is one of those airports where you have to take a train to get to the terminal. Okay. You know, it's like when you go through security, yeah. then you have to get on like the weird people mover thing. So because there's a whole gap, you know, there's there's a, a long stretch. So like, um it's probably easier to like bring the bags and all that stuff in those underground tunnels. Cause there is no right. like, but, but then again, it's not like the bags coming from where you check in at O'Hare to like the gate, like are going through the main airport either. Right. So there's a way, there's a way to solve this without being all sketchy Denver airport. Just saying. I, they just like their underground level. <laughs> I don't. So when the airport was built, also people say it was built with like a swastika and they say that the underground tunnels are a big swastika, but the airport has clarified with photos that it's just a rotating fan design. Okay. And I, I looked at it for a long time. I was pretty drunk, but I looked at it for a long time and I just couldn't get a swastika out of it. I mean, you see what you want to see when it comes to stuff. It's like backmasking on records. It's like, <laughs> if I tell you that you play a Judas priest album backwards and it says a certain thing, you're going to hear that you're because you're listening it. for it. Right. So like, so mm-hmm. really like you see the swastika inside yourself, conspiracy theorists of the Denver airport. Mm-hmm. Right. So look inside yeah. is all I'm saying. Stop your weird, your weird Nazi obsession, conspiracy theorists. There are so many Nazi conspiracies. I, it's going to be really a lot to weird. unpack. It's, so like, if you're tuning in for the first psychological time, stuff there, I was going to say, you're tuning in for the first time, which you are because you couldn't have possibly tuned in before because we never did this before. There's going to be a lot to, to, to unravel over, over this time. And like the genesis of this, I think just so maybe we'll give a little, not, not to go off the airport thing, but like where this podcast came from was, I don't know, like three or four months ago or something. I was like sharing with Kelly, like, you know, I've got some friends that are what I would normally consider to be pretty rational intellectual people but then they post some shit on instagram or whatever and i'm like okay and then i started yeah i am not one of his friends that he would describe like that just so we're all clear (laughs) (laughs) just want to let everyone know well they're they're fairly rational and intellectual theories about 90 day fiance let's let's be clear right you know there's it's really breaking it down. But yeah, we were like, Kelly, Kelly's like, we have to have a podcast where like, we just completely just talk about this stuff in potentially an altered state of some kind, you know? So we're working on that. We got wine, we got white claw, you know, it's, we're easing into it. We'll just put it that way. I feel what was like, like that the weirdest was so shit? What was like the super weirdest thing that you came across? Like, okay. Down this rabbit the weirdest. <laughs> The weirdest stuff was that so the the construction company that was in charge of building the airport, and this is why I kind of mildly believe all these theories, was called New World Order Construction, and this was the only project they ever did. <laughs> you, they did nothing. They, they're called New World Order Construction. They built like a $5 billion airport in 1995, and then they just never did anything else, which I mean, financially, they didn't because they built a $5 billion airport, but it's a little odd. Yeah. You know, and it's sort of like, I also kind of feel like um, with a lot of this stuff, 
if this stuff is so obvious, like, wouldn't you think people would hide it better? Like if you're supposed to be the masters of the universe or whatever, you're, you know, like, again, it's like, you right. know, the you know FBI doesn't drive around in a van that says, you know, Federal Bureau of Flower Delivery or something. You know, they're usually a little better at hiding it, um, which actually, to be quite honest, though, that goes back to my whole point about like shadow government and conspiracy and everything is like it all bears this idea that people are actually competent right like you know when when you think about like supposedly all this complex stuff that's happening it's like have you ever actually talked to anybody that's trying to do any kind of work with other people at any time ever and that's what kind of unravels all of it to me is i'm like no nobody could be this good (laughs) because we're all bad at at all of this i also feel like you could have I'm agreeing with you because one of the biggest parts of the conspiracy is underground bunkers. They wouldn't have made a big show about building shoddy construction and then burying it underground. They could have just built underground bunkers without everyone, anyone ever knowing. I think, right? I don't know. Right. You would. (sighs) Sorry. And and also how can this many people keep a secret? Like nobody can keep a secret. Right. No, and know. if the employees are down there all the time. So there's two weird things, or one weird thing, though. The the barbed wire fence around the perimeter of the airport, the barbed wire faces in. So it's so trying like, to keep you in. <laughs> that's weird. And there yeah. was never an explanation given. So I don't know. I, if they're trying to trap the lizard people that are living in the bunkers, they don't want them to get out. I guess you could go down that path. Um, People do call it area 52 though, because they think it's like area 51, but for non alien stuff only. Oh, so it's like the, the less interesting place, Mm -hmm. right? It's sort of, yeah. And then the time capsule that we brought up earlier that was dedicated by the Freemasons very publicly. They were not trying to hide it. It has the Freemason symbols on it. The Freemasons were all there and recorded the burying of it, but it was dedicated on March 19th, 1994. So people say, if you add up 19 plus 1994, basically, if you add all those numbers up until it gets to one number, it, it equals 33, which is the highest level of Freemasonry. Hmm. But you would have to include the three from March to do that, right? Right, right, right. So it's like if you add these up, but then also another number. <laughs> yeah, and and if you go by the rules of numerology, which I of course follow very strictly, <laughs> yeah. um, you you would have to add the three and the three up. It, it would actually equal six. You can't have a double number at the end of numerology. It's the point is to get to one number. Right. <laughs> So, so really, it's it's you just move the goal. That that's conspiracy theorists altogether is just keep moving the goalposts, right? You know, right. it's like because that's you know that happened with like the Mayan apocalypse, right? It was like oh oh was oh wait wait a minute, yeah we did the math. Usually it's revolving around like being bad at math, right? It's like oh yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah it's much like our current election. <laughs> Right. A lot of a lot of shady counting. Um, I did look up just 
for psychology's sake, because I'm me, um, what a conspiracy theory actually was. Like, what is the definition of a conspiracy theory? Okay, yeah. We, let's, let's we probably should have started with this. But probably. It, so it's defined as a belief um, or an explanation with sinister motives that a covert organization or person is responsible for a circumstance or event. Okay. So this is kind of a really good conspiracy theory because it's basically a bunch of people online talking themselves into the fact that the Illuminati are using the Denver international airport to do like shady stuff or for the apocalypse. Okay. So, and, but it's also like always really kind of vague about what that shady stuff is, right? Like, yeah, I did a ton of research and digging and no one could really say like the most interesting theory about the underground bunkers is that alien and lizard people like vacation there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not even harming anyone that I know of. If they are. And and wouldn't you like, I assume the Illuminati could get a private Island or something. Like if you're going to vacation, yeah. like the basement of the airport in Denver doesn't sound like, you know, unless they've got advanced, you know, ways to holodeck a beach or something. I don't know, but <laughs> they probably do. Maybe that's why the barbed wire is facing. Yeah, yeah that's right. But I, I would much rather have the alien lizard people vacationing in an underground bunker than like amongst us. So right, I think yeah. it's nice that they have a safe space. Yeah. I mean, everybody deserves a vacation, even if it's in a bunker. <laughs> even if it's the alien lizard people. Well, they didn't say who those people were, so that was disappointing. Um, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that would kind of be a conspiracy that would make any sense to me is that the military does use it as storage of some kind. Right, which but, is probably legitimately a thing that happens too. Like, there's right, you know. I mean, it's 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 fine that like you have to have some secret places to keep things because if people knew where they were, they might do bad things with them. Like, not all secrets are bad, right? right? You know, maybe I don't know. No, and well, no, I kind of agree with that. And also, like, it's a centrally located state. It's not, you know what I mean. You can store stuff there. It's a big country. I don't know. But the people, I think, just in general are obsessed with the Illuminati. So they can turn anything quickly into like an Illuminati situation. Um, well, because it's 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 like it's like religion, right? Like it's like a way to explain yes. the unexplainable. It's like, well, I don't have an answer for that that, that makes me happy. So it's going to be some mystical thing that's ill-defined. You know, and and right. if you look too hard at it, it disappears. So it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's modern religion for wacky people, some, some internet people. Yeah. This this man, Greg Erickson, he had this website for a long time called like it was like Freedom something, Free Press International. But it looked, yes. his websites are all shut down now. I don't know if right. by force or. Billingly, but. <laughs> or or by or by not paying his you know web hosting bills, forgetting to renew his. It domain. could be that I've been there, Greg Erickson. I've forgotten that. to renew domains. <laughs> it's cool, <laughs> but maybe it's the Illuminati. Well, we'll find um, out but, if 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 Kishanan yeah. gets shut down. You know, we might wait. be getting too close to the truth, or I might be forgetting to renew our domain. So I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never find out. 
But it is, so it does remain on like a list of sinister sites, one of the most sinister sites in the United States. Um, and people like discussing the artwork, even though it's been pretty well proven that there's no hidden meaning behind the artwork. Isn't there like a but picture I, of like a guy in a gas mask with a big rifle or something? Isn't that a thing? I guess, but I didn't. So people posted pictures of the artwork all over, but I never saw any of these apocalyptic cursed images that they were talking about. Um, I don't well, there's this one that's to. like that this guy, you know, from Stillness in the Storm, which sounds super reputable. He says it's, it's uh, the Lord of Death brandishing an AK-47 killing the Dove of Peace is in this picture. So, but I mean, but also... But that's like a. Is that though? That guy holding the rifle though. Is that the military man? This man. Yeah, yeah, with like the, the gas mask and like the kind okay. of Soviet-looking hat or whatever. I, I, you know, like kind of a, a military leader hat, and he's got a big sword and a and an AK and like a rifle in his other hand. But I mean, like that's not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, that could just be a statement about like war sucks and innocent people are get hurt, right? Like, I mean, it's uh, right. There's also one, though, where it's like a jungle scene and there's a fire in the background, but there's also a penguin yes. in the middle. So I don't know how realistic this there is. There is a penguin, and the penguin is in a Lucite-like box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I, I think... I oh, think and it's a Mayan tablet. Too. Yeah, I'm looking at this. So that in that one, is? there's... Okay. A December 21st, 2012 is on the tablet, you know, which was the end of the world. So as okay. we all, as as we all remember happened. <laughs> what if I, I just, when it comes to artwork, stuff like this, I always choose to believe that the artist was high and thought this would be really funny to fuck with all of us. It could be, or it's like, I mean, these all seem like what they're about are like things you would say in art, like war sucks, right? Like, yes. Also, in a way, like, why would the Illuminati, like, again, why tell on yourself? Like, is the idea, like, that, like, you know, commute, like, airline commuters are going to, like, subliminally absorb this? And if anything, they get the message that, like, so. destruction is bad, which you would, if the Illuminati is trying to destroy us, like, they would want us to think the other way. So, like, it should be Mickey right. Mouse carrying the AK-47, maybe, <laughs> to bring it back to Disney. I bet that happens in the Disney tunnels. i yeah and i a lot of the artwork too though that i was looking at it just had like peace symbols in it and it was children so i don't i just think like you're saying it was seen common to art anti-war pro-peace and penguins Um, and lucite boxes penguins and lucite boxes and just this nice artist who was just like i'll take your fee and then donate it back to you so you can get around this colorado rule trying to put artwork in the public Mm mm-hmm um but yeah that's pretty much all i found that's what we got yeah um yeah so that's our conspiracy theory um do we have any so i i want to bring it back to like some we we sort of touched on a little bit of cooking content with like how do mm-hmm. you prepare a dove but there there's there is like one really kind of critical food related thing that i think we need to get into so like chili Let's like go. do okay. beans belong in chili oh i yes. And I know this is going to be divisive, but 
I love beans and I love a vegetarian chili. So beans oh. very much belong. Well, in then my that's chili. a vegetarian chili. So that is different. So yes. my friend, Tim, who's from Texas, he, he, the way he, he's very okay. vehemently, you know, anti beans and chili. But then when that was brought up, they're like, well, then how do you make vegetarian chili? He's like, you can either be vegetarian or have chili. You can't, you can't have both. So it's like, you know, sure. I guess you could make vegetarian chili with like impossible meat or whatever or something, but I don't know. But I don't. I grew up hating the beans that were in chili, but I thought that's how they were done. And it's been really great as an adult to find out that there is this option to be correct and not have them. And that's considered, you know, so I'm pretty excited. Um, and I think I'm going to make some, Tim is going to give me a good recipe. I'm going to make some chili this weekend and, so what's in a non-bean chili? So it's like, I mean, it's meat, right? You know, and mm-hmm. a shitload of peppers probably, you know, and maybe some beer. And I don't know. I'm I'm really, he started mm-hmm. to like taunt me a little bit, like on Twitter with like the clues for the ingredients. So he's got, let's see, some like uh, jalapenos, looks like some... Uh, trying to even look and see a whole bunch of dried peppers that look way beyond my you know like i mean i'm all for that i just would never i don't think texas chili would be my jam ever it looks like he's got a big steak and some ground chuck Mm -hmm. to go into it i mean but yeah if you like want it to be vegetarian then yeah you probably have to put beans in it but then some would make the argument that it's not chili it's bean stew which is I fine. I don't know if I love these arguments. I mean, I'll always no, I, take a side and talk some shit, but I don't well, no, That's why I love them. Cause for the talking some shit, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, I just find it weird that people are doing like all these purity tests on food now. Like it's not this, it's actually that. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, just eat it. But I'm also a northerner. So I feel like my chili war opinions aren't really valid. Exactly. I, I, I will always sort of defer to like a Texan or something like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, that's that's fine. We can fight about other stuff. Like come come at me with your Italian beef hot takes and I'll put you in your place or whatever. Yeah. But the, oh, I would um, kill for some beef in a cup right now. That would be so good. I almost mm-hmm. got Bona last night and then I felt bad ordering just a beef and fries from DoorDash <laughs> and have it, you know, and and I was there because like, you know, my girlfriend was over and I was like, you sure you don't want anything? She's like, all right, before I came over, I'm like, well, I'm going to get, you know, she's like, well, if you get something, you sure you don't want, like, just like a large Italian beef. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to make a sandwich. <laughs> and it was also like storming raining last night. I'm like, I'm not going to make some poor DoorDash person like haul my six and a half dollar bona order you know like i'm gonna end up tipping fifteen dollars on it right this this beef and fries is gonna cost me 25 dollars out of guilt i know i stopped by um speaking of tipping because it's a pandemic right so i'm being overly conscientious but my friend dana and i went out for dinner and we stopped because it was like unseasonably warm out so we stopped at the lodge to get an extra beer and it was like eight bucks for the both of us. So I tipped her, I think I gave her like $25 total, but then yeah. she brought us like more free rounds. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, Oh no. Cause now it's like midnight and I've had three. Right, yeah. <laughs> like this was, I right. did, there was a calculus involved of this. right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, for listeners, also Kelly and I have this in common where we both over order Taco Bell delivery because again, <laughs> like I feel guilty being like, here, DoorDash, bring me two tacos and a five layer burrito like this, that, or usually just two tacos. So I'm like, all right, well then bring me like seven tacos. And I'm like, I'll put them in the fridge or something, but I don't. And then I eat seven tacos and hate myself. I don't even see why you hate yourself after that. Well, Cause the tacos are so good. What is your Taco Bell order? So it's steak, soft taco with sour cream, but no tomato get like one or two of those. And then I'll just go. I always want to get like one old school ground beef, crunchy taco just to have it there. But I really like the, the, they used to do a chili cheese burrito that, isn't on the menu anymore, but if you ask them, sometimes they'll make it for you, but you can't get it from DoorDash. But I get like the five layer burrito, <laughs> but without the nacho cheese sauce. Okay. Cause they do it like it's got like cheddar in it and beef and sour cream and a bunch of stuff, but then it also has like nacho cheese sauce in it. And I'm like, that's no, yeah, can't, I don't, nacho cheese belongs on nachos, not in a burrito. And it's like the only time I'm I drink not- Mountain Dew is from Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. So what's yours? I don't drink. I'm a classic girl. I just like a three crunchy taco beef supreme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get a nachos del grande or whatever iteration of that they're selling at the time. And then I used to love those cinnamon twisties. Yes. But now they have these like cinnamon buns. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I also get those. <laughs> it's like a little bagel bomb, but it's very sweet. Um, no, that's my order. And then nothing to drink because I don't like Pepsi products. Right. Well, the only it's funny because like in high school, my friends and I like we drank Mountain Dew all the time because like that was the substance we abused was caffeine. So <laughs> we so at when I was in when I was a teenager, a establishment being a Pepsi establishment was a positive. It was very important because that would mean it had Mountain Dew. And now as an adult, when I drink way too much Diet Coke, if it's a Pepsi establishment, it's very bad. You know, it's like yeah. no one's ever answered. Is Diet Pepsi okay? With yes, it is. Nobody's ever said that. That's 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 just not true. No, I've um one of my favorite pizza establishments is a Pepsi establishment, which irritates me every time I go there because I'll go there hungover for brunch, and I'll just want a nice hangover Coke. And they're like, "Is Pepsi okay?" And I have to be like, "It's absolutely not." Ever it's not, okay. but bring it to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, I'm bringing this Pepsi this whole, under like, protest. <laughs> no, it's I end up drinking a hot coffee from a pizza place. <laughs> it's, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, I went Taco Bell now. Oh. Well, it's only it's not even seven o'clock. You know, it's still it's still. Oh, is it? oh. <laughs> the, the time changes messed with my brain. I don't know. It's always either like seven a.m. or midnight now in my head. Daylight savings time. There's probably some conspiracies about that. We can we can touch on that in a future episode. So. Is there? There's got to be. And if not, maybe we could make one up. <laughs> is that what this podcast is? That'll be that'll be like the new? bonus episodes when we make up our own conspiracy theories, like the We're like the Trump Cubs one. Oh my god! Like what? <laughs> 
like I, I made some joke about about you know because again a lifelong Cubs fan I was like you know Cubs won the World Series and then like a week later Trump was elected I'm like you can have it back like I never thought I would mm-hmm. say it'd be fine for that to not happen and some dude on Twitter was like well you know he's like you know on Reddit like the politics forum like blew up about this theory and Kelly and are like tell us about it we want to talk about it. he goes oh no he's like I'm kidding I just made that shit up and we're like damn it. <laughs> But I, I was bet. trying to research it, and I was like, "This isn't doesn't exist." It should. There might be something to it. If you know any legitimate mm-hmm. sourced material about a conspiracy connecting the 2016 Cubs World Series and Donald Trump being elected president, tweet at us at Kishanan, and we'll 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 investigate. Bonus points if you include the Illuminati in a realistic way. Yes. Or mm-hmm. in any way. In an unrealistic way that sounds realistic. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of our first podcast, Kelly? I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of the level of like just- quality we're looking for here is it was okay. <laughs> I'm looking for anywhere in life anymore. I'm like, yeah. does anyone have anything that's just okay? It, was, it wasn't terrible, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I can't even get my hopes up beyond just okay. Yeah, it's probably fine. No, well, I mean, yeah. I, I hope we'll, it was okay. I hope out. I researched enough. No, I think there was a lot of information, you know, so that was okay. good. There's a lot more information than the average podcast. And most of them are three times <laughs> as long and say half as much. So we got that going for us. Because mm, we don't have sponsors. We don't have <laughs> we don't sponsors. That's true. We don't have to, you know. <laughs> st- you know. Matt's just letting me do a vanity project here. No <laughs> sponsors. Well, it's actually kind of great to like just have a like a thing where I'm just like, yeah, there's no like pressure on it, and because the problem with sponsors is then you actually have to do shit. So like, I have another project, another like a like a, a streaming show, and that we started just like as a fuck around thing, and it's gotten popular. And I had a company was like, oh, could we sponsor that? And I was like, no, because as soon as I take your money, it means we actually have to do it. You know, and then it's an obligation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, but what we don't know is we don't know how to end the show. Um, mm, we need like mm-hmm. a, a way out. So again, five fans that we assume we have, we might be, <laughs> might be correcting up on that. Like, if you've got like a cool idea for like how we go out in the show, like let us know, which by the way, also I just realized we really need to give a shout out to my buddy, Josh Zimmerman, uh, the Jubberwocky on Twitter, because he's the one who came up with the name of the show. Kishanan. So yes, huge shout out to him because the name is so funny. And I have killed more than a few days in a deep QAnon hole. So I love that we're playing. They're having a rough time right now. Those QAnon folks. Not great for them. Yeah. Yeah. uh, you know, so it's uh, like in a way, I kind of look forward to the time like a year from now when we're still doing this podcast and people are like, what the fuck is that even about? What was Anon? I didn't get it. And we're like, oh, remember like a minute yeah. ago when that was a thing? It's I- like it's like if our podcast was called Zubaz or something, right? You know, like <laughs> have Zubas made a comeback yet? I feel like it's their time. They should. Like There's probably. The Illuminati is holding them down is really in the, in the bunkers. 
They are. That's what. That's what's underneath the Denver airport is all the unsold Zubaz pants. There we go. There we go. That's so funny. Yeah. I hope we get a call now and they let us in because we guessed the secret and we just get to walk amongst the Zubas. I'm, I'm waiting for the phone call from government agency on the caller ID. I have fond memories of being a little girl and my dad had these black and purple Zubas. <laughs> just uh, the coolest dad pants. <laughs> one of in coolest dad pants, one of those words applies, and I think it's pants. <laughs> that would be accurate. The rest of it, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so come, you know, check out our uh, website, Keishanon.com. Follow us on Twitter at Keishanon or our own Twitters. You know, you can find the links on on the website and stuff. And, you know, um, we talk about dumb shit on Twitter. And sometimes that dumb shit. Yeah, because that's what Twitter's for. So um, if I knew how to end the show, we would end it. So instead, we'll just be like... But also out. send us your conspiracies. Yes. Before you, after you peace out, send us your fun conspiracies. I'll take anything. Yes. Yes. Hit us up on the Twitters and we'll uh, see you whenever the next time is we do this show because we haven't figured that part out yet. 